So glad you could join again for Central Moments today. There's an old saying that goes, um, the truth will set you free, but first it'll make you miserable. And so as we come to the sixth of the eight night visions of Zechariah here in late Old Testament history, uh, we come to the revisiting of the issue of God removing evil and you know, the fact that he's got to root things out in our lives. And sometimes it makes us feel worse before it makes us feel better. So at the beginning of the sixth vision, I looked again, verse 1 of Zechariah 5, and there before me was a flying scroll. And he asked me, what do you see? And I answered, I see a flying scroll, 20 cubits long and 10 cubits wide. So you can imagine a scroll. It's not, it's not um, bound up. It's not rolled up. It's flat and it's flying. And uh, its dimensions are the same as some of the dimensions of the tabernacle in the Old Testament that Moses built while they wandered through the wilderness. And they are exactly the dimension of the porch area uh, of Solomon's temple in Jerusalem. And that temple has now been destroyed and Zechariah is having these night visions while the second temple is being rebuilt. So corresponding with the law of God, and it's got two sides on it. Verse 3, he said to me, this is the curse that is going out over the whole land. For according to what it says on one side, every thief will be banished. According to what it says on the other, on the other side, everyone who swears falsely will be banished. Now we know that sin in general falls into two categories, and these are those two categories. First of all, sin in our relationships to one another, and then sin in our relationship to God. The Ten Commandments are structured like that. The first almost half of the Ten Commandments have to do with our relationship with God. Second, a little more than half have to do with our relationship with each other. Jesus would call these the two great commandments, to love God and to love one another. Well, on one side of this scroll is, is taking people's property without their permission. It's stealing. That would be violation of, of human relationships. And the other side is swearing falsely. That's not like using a swear word or cursing. That's, uh, that would represent uh, something that was done by people who turned their back on God and uh, turned to idolatry. It's about speaking those who no longer bow their heart in life to God. And so you have sins against God and sins against man on each side of this scroll. And the Lord Almighty declares, verse 4, as this continues to unfold, the Lord Almighty declares, I will send it out and it will enter the house of the thief and the house of anybody who swears falsely by my name. So there are the two sins, the thief on one side and swearing falsely by the Lord's name on the other. It will remain in that house and destroy it completely, both its timbers and its, sto its stones. So it's more than just some kind of mystical flying carpet. This scroll, uh, which is the word of the Lord, it's personified now as actually entering into the houses of the people who are guilty of sinning against one another and sinning against God. And it, it's, going to, it, it's going to destroy that house completely, both its timbers and its stones. And this is a powerful picture of the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes, even though the truth will ultimately set us free, it'll make us miserable first. And if God's convicting you about something, maybe it's eating out your soul, but you keep, you keep saying, no, I'm not going to forgive that person. They hurt me too badly. Or, 
or no, I've got this little idol in my life. I've got this little pet love that I'm putting before God and I won't let it go. And you know, God's conviction, the conviction of the Holy Spirit has a way of, 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 of e entering the house of our lives and beginning to eat away at the very timbers and stones of our lives. And it's God making you uncomfortable when you're violating his way so that you can come into the freedom of God's way. And if God's convicting, if God's dealing with you about sin right now, do not, do not turn your back. Don't harden your heart again against him, but allow it to bring you to ultimately his freedom. Father, we do take those areas in our lives where you might be dealing with us. We renounce them. We repent of them. If there's anything not right in our lives and you've been working on us, we, we know, we feel it inside. My God, we just surrender to you. Forgive our sin, Lord. Let us really know the freedom that you can give when we walk your way. Oh God, come and convict us. Come and convict those that we love that are not walking with you. Let the conviction of the Holy Spirit eat their hearts away, timber and stone, until they turn to you. In Jesus' name, amen.